right, we record now? Jake just looks at me and he's like, what are you thinking? We're going live now. The whole point is to record this thing. No, that's ridiculous. Sundays. I am Tyler and we are headed to the land of milk and honey. The talking bush on fire told me so we're good but if uh, you're confused don't worry help is on the way and while I ask for anyone else to show us our destiny Amy Christie is here to tell us why God calls us to more than we could ever imagine but before we turn into the special now that they're finished exfoliating their severe hand skin diseases and clearing out their cloak pockets Let's welcome in our favorite co-hosts, Marin and Barry. Good day, guys. Well, hello. Good day, friends. How, How you doing? Hey. I'm so happy to see you, Amy. Amy's here. I'm happy to see you guys. That was quite an intro. Yeah. Welcome back. You, how long did you work on that one? Because I, I, I write all of these during the sermon. Oh, great. Okay. Yeah. I was, so I wrote it yesterday morning. <laughs> yeah. Sunday morning. Perfect. Yeah. Right on. I just feel it, you know? Yeah. It All was right. a good one. I'm, I I'm impressed. It. Lots of inspired of process. What did you say? The talking bush told me. Uh, yeah, the talking bush on fire told me. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, guys, how the heck are you? Hmm. Stressed out. Stressed out. What? Why are you stressed? You need a tamarindo. Oh, th- you had to explain brought, what that is. Marin brought candy on an open paste. spoon. <laughs> <laughs> candy on an open spoon. Yeah. Hey, what's our, happening our over there? Our friend and coworker Lali Ramirez brought me Aww. some tamarindo. On he what went is to it? a little. It's like a candy. It's like a Mexican candy, but it's literally a tamarind paste in a little white plastic spoon, and it's sort of like a lollipop. Oh, but it's on a spoon. A lollipop from a lolly. I can't trust mm-hmm. it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, if you're stressed, I highly is that highly that helps with some stress. Sort, some sort of de-stressor. Barry, like what are you stressed by? Paste on just a spoon. this week. It's crazy. Oh, no, what what's happening? Well. So we have like this pastoral leadership team retreat Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So that's just going to take up a lot of my week. Yes. Uh, I'm it's the next uh, quarter of seminary started today. So I'm in oh. now two new classes that I've got to do. Big week. Yeah. And then I'm preaching three sermons for the Fuse Fall Retreat this weekend. Yes. So all of that is happening. Oh, that's this weekend. It's yes, a perfect story. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. My daughter will be there. I, yeah. I'm, you guys husband. and your overcommitments. I tell you what, your man. wisdom. Yes. Mine as well. I have a sixth grader this year, so I will have a daughter at the Fuse Retreat. Well, your youngest is in sixth grade? Yeah. Oh, my, my goodness. Baby. Wow. I, I'm pretty pumped. I've got some stuff that hopefully will be memorable and enjoyable and funny for them. Well, uh, but if, here's, if not, Marin's kids and Amy's kids will let you know. I'm sure they will. But here's, okay, can I tell you something that's like absolutely just disheartening today? Oh, okay. Are I we was, doing this again? No, no, no. No, it's, it's, you'll just, you'll relate to this. So. <laughs> Last this, week, Amy, you haven't listened to the pod in like seven weeks, I okay. know, but I, last week we started on a real downer. It was a downer. Oh, we did. We brought it around. We brought it home, okay, but good. Barry's, Barry's kicking us <clears> off that way. Barry the downer. Yeah. Like he he kicked it off last the week. The downer is that I'm old. So I was- I, Oh was, my yeah. gosh. I Don't can't start. even no, listen. No, I know. Don't I know. <laughs> so I was, I was working on the, in, how am I going to introduce myself? And I thought, why not show a picture of what I looked like in middle school? Yeah. So, and I, as I was like uploading the picture, getting ready for to use it, I realized, wait a second, when that picture- was taken the internet like wasn't a thing like the military had <laughs> oh, it no. and like maybe some uh, colleges had right it gosh. but the internet wasn't a thing it's and true. i'm about to and i'm about to speak to children who have never li- who have no memories of a world before i not yes. even like dial yes. up not even like aol online like middle school like, so that was like that was like freshman and sophomore yes. year of high school for me really Bing. yeah <laughs> what was freshman year of high school what internet. year like um, yeah cuz i'm the Trust we're me. like the same age, <laughs> yeah. and I want to say like seventh grade. Maybe? No. Oh what well, we year? weren't we what? weren't so rich and fancy that we had <laughs> yeah. we had internet in our house. Oh. What year did you graduate high school? Oh one. Oh one. Yeah. All that to say, and then I get to church <laughs> and I look in the mirror, and there's more gray hairs in my beard than I've seen before, yep. and it's just happening. It's gray happening. beard. Bury the gray, gray beard. beard. So I'm gonna be coming in there. The, here's the saving grace, though, is that because I still play video games occasionally, I'm up on Fortnite, yep. which is the game. Can yes. you do yep. the dance though? Everybody's. I'm gonna have to try. You will have to try. I will have to try to do some dance from Fortnite. But the thing is, I can like talk about Fortnite with yeah. middle schoolers and I'm you, I'm relying on that to get me through this weekend. Yeah. You need to tell them when you do dance that you that you're better than your dad. 
Yeah, make I, a competition. I want you to one up. Tell you don't show though? them that you're better. Just tell, tell them. them. Well, yeah, that yeah, I could do. Even... Here's the deal. I'm not though. Barry, you were in <laughs> like, show choir. I don't no. believe that. I, if you gave me a choreography to memorize, I could do it. Okay, because Mrs. Weehy from Counterpoints would say, "No, oh, Barry can dance. You no, did show choir. She, no way to name drop." Hey, I, <laughs> Miss, it is a name drop. She was a very powerful woman in the yeah. world of show choir. The, yeah. Anyway, yep, yep, yep. anyway, I'm stressed out, but I'm like, I'm, I'm actually looking forward to getting into the weekend because it's going to be a really, really good time with the, with the Fuse students. And yeah, I'm I looking think forward to that. Blast. Yeah. Great. Yeah. yeah. Um, Marin. That wasn't a downer at all. Great. Yeah. Not well, he's, he's depressed. He's got gray hairs. He's, he's internet didn't exist, you know. Actually, I remember I, I wrote for my newspaper at a at the college I went to. I, I was a columnist. And so I would have to mm. come up with like my own opinions on things in the well, world. That and was hard. No. It was great. Really You're like, it was, this World Wide Web thing's a passing fad. <laughs> no, I, it, I would. <laughs> yeah, probably. But I remember a column I wrote being like, there's this thing called Wi-Fi and uh, the wireless Internet exists Will it ever come here? It should. And that was my opinion. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. That's amazing. It's been that long. So we're having lots of Wi-Fi issues at the house. And all I could think is that there's these yeah. chipmunks that like roam about. Are they chewing up the Wi-Fi? Is that, can they do that? Uh, they, mm-hmm. They're Probably consuming can. the signals from the air. Yeah, they're just. Are they like munching all the Wi-Fi's in their on mouth. the Wi-Fi wires? Are there Wi-Fi wires? <laughs> Well, the point of Wi-Fi is to not I have really, wires. But I yes. really don't feel as dumb right now because <laughs> oh, I mean, no. you give me such a hard time. Oh, about it. I don't man. even think it's dumb. You should see these love squirrel noises. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler's ready. Oh man! You know, no, what? they're not eating your Wi-Fi. You just have what? Issues. You have a weird company doing it. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. Yes. Do you have a weird company? He says it's weird. It's Xfinity Mobile. That's oh, not weird. It's not weird. It's just who knew. It's one of those who knew. Okay. Because Comcast used to do the Wi-Fi, like internet to your house, but you have an Xfinity phone, right? I, I have so an it, iPhone. It used, it used to be like Verizon, AT&T, Sprint, that you get a cell phone. You have an Xfinity phone. I have a phone that, it's an Apple. <laughs> yeah. Is this what we call product placement <laughs> yeah. when we talk about all these different That's, companies? This is going to be a problem. Just Can saying I? hard times at the Gaffer yes, House. I, My poor children don't know okay, what to do. Okay, so your internet's down. Internet is wow. down. Chipmunks. Wow. Um, what we we what did we do this weekend? Jaden had a uh, marching band competition. Fun. Yeah, how's, so that was uh, the how's, first one. That's fun. How's being a marching band mom? So far, so good. Yeah. Yeah, I I just kind of wish I had more time mm. to be like a I more. I, I'm envious of the parents that are like setting up the thing mm-hmm. and then tearing down the thing. What thing? And like all the like, things. Like a tent or Have something. Have you chatted with Lisa Santee yet? About marching band. About marching band. Oh, you no. must. She is marching band mom of the year, and you she'll guys make would you have feel great... terrible. No, but yeah. she'll, <laughs> no, she'll show you exactly how little you've done. Yeah. Lisa's awesome, and you two would have a blast talking oh. about marching band. Well, his first competition was really fun, and they won. Oh, good. good. Ooh, so nice. that made it way fun. Yes. So was the, we're just uh, getting started. How's he feeling? Is he loving it? He is He's loving, loving high school. He's oh my goodness. Fully I, in. Yeah. So I, I openly wept. Crying in public is not my jam, but I mm-hmm. openly, openly wept when I Unless watched. your mom's streaming. What? Unless your mom's streaming you doing it. What? He's referencing a couple weeks a couple ago. Weeks you were on ago. Facebook Live telling your story and crying. Oh, you're right. I yeah. forgot that that happened and yeah. that she did that. You're, yeah. It's not it my jam. I don't love doing it. But I just was thinking back to a year ago when he first got to shadow at uh, Fisher's, Fisher's High School. Um, and he came home just all yep. geeked out saying, I'm desperate to go to that school. And just how far um, that he has come. And just even the miracle of being yep. able to... Um, to send him to the school that he really wanted to go to. So I Good. just was, that's awesome. I was yeah. overcome. You were is, there. He, is he popular? <laughs> I um, imagine him being a popular kid. He, he's pretty cool. He's so cute. He's so low key. He's going to be super popular like when the that. kids hear us telling you're how drawn. cute he is. No, no. <laughs> you're on a podcast. Yeah. yeah, really, I know. He's Sorry, so Jayden. low key. Um, one of my favorite things about him is I, I genuinely think he doesn't care yep. if he's cool or not. Like that's that makes not, him cool. Which that's, makes him cool. Totally. Not I wish what I would have known to that. him at all. Yeah, um, I didn't care either. <laughs> <laughs> My mom says I'm the coolest kid there. <laughs> he just does his thing, you know? Uh, that's it. He's just I doing think, his thing. 
I think What's watching like? your kids do <laughs> what they love to do makes me cry all the time. Yes. Oh, my goodness. It and really does. What um, Mary Poppins is affording to Des, yep. and she can dance me under a table. Uh, well, the girl I cry, is wa- awesome. I cry watching when I even watch rehearsal, just watching the families that are up there yes. together. Like watching sons and their fathers up there together and moms and daughters. And yeah. It's just so cool to watch them doing that together. It's very, yeah. very fun. Very fun. Hmm. I got to watch my daughter race this weekend, run cross country. Okay, and, so and she won her race, so that was beautiful. Too. How old is she? She's a sophomore. So She's, she goes wow. to Carmel. Yeah. And um, how far? Like cross country is something that I stayed far, far away from oh, me in high too. school. So I how far? Running. How far is she running? Uh, right now it's three point one. Hmm. It's a five k. Mm-hmm. Okay, That's she won. Run. She won. Yeah, she's been running on the varsity team. Um, which is top 12, they decided to only run top 12, mm-hmm. seven in varsity. So she wasn't, didn't make that cut. So she ran JV this past weekend. And she said, I said, are you sad about that? And she goes, no, actually I feel a little relieved and I'm going to win that race. Huh. I'm going to prove, I'm going to knock time off my, I'm going to knock time off and I'm going to win the race. And she knocks 40 seconds off her time, which is really good in the cross country world. And she won the JV yeah. race. Okay. So, so- it was Cool. It was a great do you day. go to do you go to the races? Obviously, mm-hmm. you went to this one as many as I can. Yeah. So yeah. what do you? I've always wondered. Like I've stayed, like I said, far away from that world. That world. But what do you do when you're at a cross country? Do you like run alongside her, give uh-huh. it, like handing her water? What, <laughs> no, do you, what are you doing? It's just I like would be in a heap on the ground. It's afterwards. like you just watch her go by, and it's like, all right, I guess that's it. Let's go home. Well, she. Yeah, it's a very. It's such an individual sport. So. Yeah. Um, and she had asked that we not say anything. <laughs> Did you like have to like drop said, her off a block away? And- well, she, yeah, kind of. <laughs> yes. She said, I don't want to talk to you before the race. Ooh. And I don't want you, if you want to yell during the race, I need it to be all positive. And someone else's name. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, because Annie is a pleaser. That she was- wants to make people happy. So she said, as soon as I hear, I really think she'd prefer we say nothing. Because mm. I think yeah. when she hears our voice, it shifts to, oh, oh I hope I don't disappoint yeah. them. Oh, I mm. hope I don't make them sad if I don't. And so we, we were very good. I didn't yell anything. And Jeff was just positive. Jeff's yeah. my husband. And um, and she she had her best race all season. Wow. So, so that's awesome. a couple of weeks ago, you were telling me about one of her races. And the feedback that you gave her in the moment doesn't sound like only positive. You said, I saw her come in and I said, Annie, if you've got another gear, now would be the time to put it in. Yes, I did say that. <laughs> it was 95 degrees and 100% yeah. humidity. And she literally collapsed after the race and like had to have Gatorade like pour yeah. it down her throat and cold compresses all yeah. over her so she was a mess yeah so I don't I thought she was fine but <laughs> yeah. she was now really would be not a great time well. to start yeah. running faster that's what you were yelling before you before guys had I this talk that she, yes, <laughs> yeah. and, I can't and, imagine why she'd be intimidated by that <laughs> yeah. I know so but it's her personality and so it's just interesting to to grow with your children. And, and I was so proud of her for telling us exactly what she wanted. This yeah, is what good. I want from you. This is yes. what I need from you. And then she proved us that she, she proved to us she was right. She's like, I can ignore you in public. That's fine. Right. Right. That's yeah. huge to have a, a child be able to advocate for themselves. I was very proud of her because she's not that kind of kid. Like that's hard for her to say, mm-hmm. this is what I want. Yeah. I want you two to stop. So <laughs> I was very, very proud of her for that. So, but just, yeah, that, there is nothing more exciting than watching your kid do what, what they love to do and do it well. Yeah. It's just, yeah. I feel that I way cry. right now. My, all Milo wants to do is get on a scooter and go down the driveway. That's all he wants to do. And I just love watching him get to do it. You well, post a lot of slow motion basketball. Yeah. yeah. He, yeah. He, does, well. he does some major dunks too. Right? We got a, we got a, which is awesome goal set up at the house and he'll just, did you say goal? Yeah, basketball goal. Yeah. Oh, just a little. He's a he's a showboater though, because like yeah. when he was over, I, I was over there when with a few other people. <laughs> I love that. And he got grabbed the ball and he was going to go over and dunk, but before he did that, he stopped and systematically looked at every single yeah, person in the room contact. to make sure that everybody was watching him. That he's like, awesome. watch this monster dunk. Ah! <laughs> yeah. I think that's so yeah. awesome. Yeah. He's cool. Um, I still do that. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. No, I know you do. We, you I don't have to tell us. And I'm like, does everyone see I'm doing something great? Yep. I think. Yep. I like Actually, that kids think uh, they're, confident. they're confident like that. You didn't sound so secure this weekend when you said, 
Why would they choose me, need me, want me? I'm too young, I'm too old, I'm too stupid, I'm too smart, I'm too shy, I'm too aggressive, I'm too plain, I'm too awkward, I'm too quiet, I'm too loud. The longest clip. That's how you really feel. So much. Stop doing that. We love you, Amy. Amy, Thank you. You are not some of those things. I'm some Some. of them. I am am some of them for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Guys, something else happened this weekend. The weather has turned. (laughs) Yes, it has. Friday, it was 90 degrees. Today, everybody's bundled up i saw people in scarves this weekend no. yeah scarves yes, i did okay it's, saturday i could have seen scarves it's, it's legal now you can wear scarves yep. you can wear it scarf. is fall yeah. it is officially put your fall. white pants away and pull yep. out the scarves yep. i the other- wore a leopard print snuggie to the marching band competition because it was freezing Next wow. thing you know, Jaden's going to give you and Jed the talk. I just want you to not speak to me well, when I am drumming. Well, then when they won, I was jumping up and down <laughs> yeah. in the snuggie. That's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are crushing it. I love it. I was like the gro- a grocery store or something the other day. It was like mid-September, and I'm like, why are there Halloween things? And then I realized, oh. It's just a month and a half yeah, away. We are yeah. almost in October, man. Oh, you man. know what's irritating is that they're Christmas things. That's what I can't. There you is. Know. Oh, yeah. Walmart has Christmas stuff out. So mm. does Hobby Lobby. But like, isn't it because people want to be prepared I, I guess. for when I, it's I time? Is it I just do you, do you, Maren? I can't get there yet. <laughs> is that, do I? Do you do want, I to, be want to be prepared yeah. ever for anything? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so how do you feel about the fall coming? The fall is here, it apparently. It is my favorite. Me too. Why? The minute the air Jackets. changed, it was yeah. just smiles all day. I I went and I volunteered to mow my own lawn because, because it, the air was crisp and I that, just wanted to spend as much time outside as possible. I'll mow the lawn, honey. We say Let things like, it. the air is crisp Correct. when it's fall. like an apple. <laughs> yes. Oh <my> gosh. <laughs> we go to Hobby Lobby. There's like every pumpkin size that we could just put in our house. I did. I available. decorated my house for fall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. On Friday. Friday, I decorated my house. And, and, and I just... I go, I go back to the, the four long sleeve shirts that I had before I was wearing my four <laughs> yeah. short sleeve shirts. Seriously. So I'm like, oh, excited. hey guys. Hey, welcome back. <laughs> Sweater weather. Uh, I, I think a lot, I think a lot of people like fall. Yeah. I really do. But you know how I feel is like, you know, what's right after fall where everybody complains that it's winter. Not mm-hmm. me. You love winter. I like winter for a period of time. See, it's I always like, like, I it. just like it when it's snowing, but when it's not, I don't like I it. I don't like how long it lasts. <laughs> But I do. I could take a nice, good, crisp, cr- <laughs> crisp, cold, snowy month. I would yeah. not be describe awesome. that air as crisp. I would describe that air as, as brisk. Oh, biting. Brisk, <laughs> which is like the brother adjective of bitter, awful. Yeah. Yeah. If if it could just go summer, fall, summer, mm-hmm. I'd be fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we got to go into winter, everybody. And or summer, fall. One month of winter. Of winter. Yeah. yeah. December. Like Christmas. Maybe. Yeah. December. Then you're right back yeah. into spring. Yep. Well, the bad news for everybody in my neighborhood is that now you have to start wearing a helmet because I have a walnut tree and I'm not picking those things up this year. I'm just going to mow over them and I'm going to be shooting out walnuts out of my lawnmower like they're muskets or something. <laughs> Are you allowed to do that? Doesn't that what? mess up your lawnmower? I don't know, but I hate Picking up leaves and walnuts. Yeah. I hate it. There's got to so be a machine not that someone's doing made to do it. Are we almost to our one year anniversary of you potting? You have no idea how close we are. No, because you made a lot of negative leaf comments <laughs> last year. That. And Imagine I'm that. Imagine that during the fall. I know. <laughs> I know. He's yes. anti-leaf. We, they, we are, uh, we are fastly approaching one year anniversary of Between Sundays. Please That's remind us all how you feel about wet leaves. No. <laughs> they, you think of them as dirty. dirty. They are dirty. Well, how'd they get wet? <laughs> Dirt. Well, we, as of this year, now we live in a house that has the leaf guard gutter system. Oh, that's, oh, that's so, good. Yeah, yeah that, that's that a major win. That might completely change our relationship to leaves. Yeah, because yeah. when you have to dig them out of a gutter. So, mm-hmm. fall, we start saying words like crisp and foliage. 
Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm not in yet. Who says My that? My wife, it was like 11 minutes into Saturday, and she's like, do you guys want chili today? We should have chili. And was, yes, yes, we yes. We light like I'm candles so labeled cinnamon. Yes, Lauren. Yeah. I, cinnamon yes. candles. We had a really chilly day, actually, a couple weeks ago when I, I made bought, chili. I bought all the fall beverages this weekend. I was, I've waited until this weekend. Give me the pumpkin yeah. spice. I'll take yeah. it now. Yeah. Give me the apple cider. I'll have that now, mm-hmm. now that it's brisk. Right. Yeah. I have my pumpkin Tyler, spice candle ready to go. It's ready, and I made chicken tortilla well, soup Enjoy today. that when you're cooking dinner at 6 o'clock in the dark. Okay, everybody? <laughs> I love that. I'm excited for that. Oh Here's the thing, though. You're wearing a flannel, and you wore a flannel yesterday. I know. So uh, I'm totally you're into it. You're a part of the problem. I yeah. love part it. of the problem. <laughs> you're just trying to have something to complain about. No, I'm not. I, I feel this way. So... <laughs> And yet it feels as if it's irritating you. Well, I just like summer. I like wearing shorts. I like going outside whenever I want. I like, you don't like it? I don't like sweating. I like to snuggle up on a couch. And, and I like, Why can't you do that in the air-conditioned like summer? I like more clothes. Like as many layers as I can put on, the better. Scarves, Fine. sweaters, jackets. Fine, leopard trip print onesie. <laughs> to me, when you're hot, there's not a whole lot you can do. When you're cold, you can just keep bundling. And bundling <laughs> and bundling. Yeah, and that is that's bundling. the truth. You can pretend it's as long as the colors match the foliage. All I want in life is to be able just to wear a jacket. <laughs> a light jacket? <laughs> a light jacket. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now mainly because I can keep my keys in it. Now you can. And not have to attach that's them to my Very true. In, I have seen my husband loop. wear That's fun. <laughs> I've seen my husband wear a jacket in hot weather and I've made comments like, Why are you wearing that yeah. jacket? And it's, he says it's to carry his wallet. We can't use purses so we wear jackets yeah. what's this bag you carry everywhere that's my gigantic <laughs> briefcase which which doubles yeah. as a purse for me because I, I keep everything speaking I need of it. things that didn't exist or don't exist anymore because we're too old the word briefcase yes satchel <laughs> yeah I don't carry a purse Computer bag. when I don't have to. I, I carry hate a carrying a giant purse. backpack everywhere I go. I you do, that. but like when I go to different events, if I don't have to take my purse in, if I have something to stick my keys in and stuff, I will do that because yeah. I hate, I hate carrying. I just don't like to carry stuff. Mm. I think I'm really lazy that way. Oh, don't have to yeah. convince me. I know. Uh, let's move on. Amy, <laughs> you're here because you gave a great sermon last weekend. But Thank you. Two birds, one stone. Mary yep. Poppins is coming Mary up. Mary Poppins. And guess what, everybody? Tickets go on sale this week. Let's Thursday. talk about it. We, we, we've mentioned it. Marin's in the show. Yeah. Uh, you've been talking about it a little bit because we record the pod on a Monday. Yep. Then Marin stays here till 11 p.m. for <laughs> rehearsal. She's been complaining about it for weeks. But um, let's talk about Mary Poppins. All right. Okay. So um, I get the questions on Facebook. I get the questions um, people on... Uh, via email in the number one question so far has been because the promo's out and all that stuff the number one question so far is is this a real show or a church thing (laughs) so can you clarify once and for all the answer to that okay i by church thing do they mean that we've taken the show and turned it into a church Thing. Mary what, Poppins hey. is a missionary. Yes, yes. <laughs> descending on an umbrella into right. the yeah. unreached yeah. corners right. of the world. Um, it's a real show. So I, they probably mean like, is this a traveling Broadway thing coming oh, to church, right. no. or is it? It is the Broadway version yeah. of Mary Poppins. It's the full script, mm-hmm. full musical numbers, um, and no, it's not a touring group. It is people from Grace Church and our community that have yeah. come together to put this production on. Yeah. And, and as far as caliber, it generally the shows will blow people away right. who, who yep. come in expecting like, I don't know, their grandma. Yes. Up, you know, which is something I heard even before coming here to work, coming here to work way. at Grace. <laughs> That's why I was so excited to be a part of it. This is this is. I've only heard uh, uh, stories. Oh, yeah, you haven't experienced Beauty and the Beast yeah. and, and all the things That's that you've right. done. That's right. Um, Les Mis. I just yeah. keep mm-hmm. hearing like the lore that comes with these things, mm-hmm. and I couldn't wait to see it firsthand and be a part of it myself. Yeah, it's so it's we a, it's we had a, people come to Les Mis yeah. particularly because that was when we stepped out and we were like, people just very few people do Les Mis the full full show. Mm-hmm. Some schools do a school production, which is still hard, but they. So um, uh, we actually had people come and in the lobby afterwards say, we came here 
from Ohio because we were, yes. we thought it was going to be hilarious. Like they were like, we oh, came they're because make fun of it. we thought this was has to be the worst production of Les Mis mm. ever. <laughs> so a church is a doing. State so over. they drove, and they were like, we have we don't even know what to say. It was so good. They loved it. Good. So that's yeah. So to clear it all up, <laughs> it's a great experience. It's yep. not just like. Because I think the the connotation that people are trying to ask is is negative. Like, is right, this just sure. a church this, thing? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. church people are doing this? Yeah. I don't want to go to that. But right. It is church people, but it's great. Right. It's a little bit of a segue into something you mentioned in the sermon about um, your your calling and yeah. what you hope will be your legacy. Um, yeah. I got to talk on the phone with my baby sister yesterday. It was her birthday. And she uh, lives in North Carolina. My mom was there visiting her. Um but I told her about that part of your sermon where you talked about, um, this is a phrase that I've learned since coming to grace, um, the passion for redeeming the arts. Mm. Like, why is it that when a church does something, there's a little bit of a, a negative haze over it? Why? Yeah. There's no reason for that. And that should not be. And we take the arts very seriously here and yeah. we want to see God glorified through them. Um, could you just share a little bit? you know, just kind of what you shared in, in your message yesterday about that part. Cause I think that ties in with why a church does a production like this. Right. Um, Marin's hosting from now on. Yeah. From now That's on. That's She's a great question. Good. Um, I think the church has for very many years kind of shied away from the arts. And, and I think because mainly they were scared of artists. Can I just um, pause you right there? Because my sister was talking about something that her and her husband are, are considering doing and um, starting a ministry in their region. There's a, uh, she kept using the word prestigious. She used mm-hmm. it over and over again, some prestigious art school. Um, and she said that when they first moved to this area, church people told them, oh, you don't want to live there. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're too. All the artists. Right? Yes. Yeah, they're they're too liberal, or they're right. too this, that, or the other. And she said artsy, they just fartsy. like why would why would God want to right. you know minister or, or or you know have His love known in an artistic community? Right. Yeah. And so that's why I was excited to tell her what you shared because she, I mean, just a few hours after I heard you say it, my right. sister was telling me stories that's, about how people were discouraging her and her husband yeah. from you know going and reaching out in this area where there's a large artistic community. Yeah. Well, I, I, I loved the arts from, I mean, from the moment I could talk, walk, I was just, that was a piece of who I was. And so therefore I just did it all through my growing up and I got to know people that I loved dearly and we would do shows. And I knew that this experience that we were having was for me, a spiritual experience when I did secular shows, just out in the community or in high school or when I major majored in it at Ball State or and yet there was something special happening with this group of people mm. as we were working on this together. And I just knew, I was like, wh- what would happen if it were a group where predominantly the there were Christ followers in the, in the group? It would take it to a different level mm. of connection. It would be a deeper, richer. And I thought, well, what if, what if we could do that in, in the church? But I didn't think we could because nobody was doing nobody mm-hmm. was doing stuff like that. Like it wasn't a big thing. This was before Willow kind of blew the doors open by having the arts be a big thing for a while back mm-hmm. in like the late 80s, probably early 90s. Um, and and then what would that look like then to incorporate some of the people in my life that I loved so dearly, but, you know, just didn't were far from God, far from anything spiritual. And there was no way I was getting them to church. Mm. I just wasn't, they weren't going to come to church, but they might come do a show with us or come see a show that we did. And then that might intrigue them and them. So that's where it all started. And I had no idea what direction I wasn't working at grace at that point. I had no idea what direction God was going to take. And then I did teach for a year and I worked in community theater and professional theater around Indy and made lots of connections there and then came here and started doing it here. And those connections that I made at the beginning have poured into what I've done here. And and this show in particularly, in particular, um, we have a very, um, a lot of community people in it. The most that we've ever had. People mm. that do not go to Grace, that just know about what we do and wanted to be a part of it. Yeah, that's cool. And that's awesome. Yeah. I'm super excited about mm-hmm. that piece of it. So here's a question. I don't know that I 
know the answer to this. Why Mary Poppins? Why did we choose this show? Is it just because there's new interest because there's a new movie coming out? Or There were several pieces that... I spent a lot of time like processing and praying about what mm. what is supposed to be the next one. And usually somewhere along the line, God is really clear about what it should be. After Beauty and the Beast, I just was like, I loved the families that I saw coming to that show. Like there, it, it was such a community event because people could bring their kids and their kids' friends and then their friends, kids' friends would be like, well, I'm bringing my mom and dad and I want to... So it was such a community that I was like, I want to do a family show. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. I mean, I'll, you know, I'll pray about that. I don't know that I would ever feel like we should do anything but a show that can incorporate the entire family. Number one on stage, like I've said, Mm. all these families doing it together or being part of it, but just being able to invite the community and give them to this to them as a gift. Um, I love that piece of it. And then, I don't know how I I would have to like retrace all of the Mm -hmm. conversations we had. But yes, the fact that there's a movie coming out Mm -hmm. in December. Poppins 2, Poppins Revenge. Yes. Poppins (laughs) Revenge Um, doesn't hurt because we can sell that so easily. Come come see the original before you see the new movie. Yeah. Um, And I love the message of there's so much brokenness, especially in families all around us. And this is a story of redemption and reconciliation and family relationships and, and magic. Um, can I? Yeah, can it's I really be beautiful. honest. I don't remember the story. So yeah. and I did not. Like, I did not either. I'm in the same boat as you. Here there's I'm, like dancing penguins. Yeah. Animated yeah. dancing penguins. <laughs> and she uses a. Yeah. Like a, a umbrella to mm-hmm. fly. And here mm-hmm. I am in mm-hmm. the production and not even really remembering the deeper yep. plot lines. And when we did the read through at our very first like rehearsal, yep. I was stunned at the themes that I was seeing come yep. out of this dancing penguin movie. I remember from mm-hmm. when I was small, yeah. you know, the, the broad, the musical is much richer than the movie. Mm-hmm. It goes much deeper into the relationships between the mother and father and the kids and, and really Mary through action not words as much, but action shows them how to be whole and how to parent their children and how to interact with each other. It's it's really, it's a really beautiful story. It so really not, is. Yeah. There, are there any like hidden themes like like calling for the the revolution of the industrialized classes against the, the <laughs> no. oligarch, oligarchy no. or something like no, that? No, it's pretty, it, I think the pretty, <laughs> pretty blatant. Yep. Cause, it's okay, because like I remember there's, okay, this is a huge rabbit trail. I'm sorry, but like, <laughs> An American Tale, that movie. Yes. Okay. I loved that movie growing up. Is I that watched it. Five old. Five old. Yeah. I watched it all the time, all the time when I was a kid, and I just loved it. There are no cats in America. The whole, all the whole thing. That music is like deep in my mm-hmm. heart. And then in like high school, maybe like college, I I was like going through my parents' video and I video collection. And I saw the old VHS, so I went ahead and just watched it. And I'm like watching it with my jaw on the floor and I'm like, oh, they're Jewish. Like I did never realize <laughs> that it was this whole thing about, about persecution. Of, right. And I was like, oh my gosh. So I'm, I was expecting that maybe there was something like that in Mary Poppins, but there's not. If there is, I haven't reached the depth. <laughs> That's, why, That's why we're doing it. But, um, I think it's just a flying nanny that Brings this family back together. That's what I believe it is. But and in 2018, she brings justice. Exactly. <laughs> I think the narrative that surprised me is that it's really not even about Mary and the kids as much as it is about Mr. Banks. Yep. That was really surprising to me. And also, there's this beautiful aspect of Mrs. Banks coming into her own mm-hmm. in the show and realizing. Well, that's just because you're Mrs. Banks in the stop. In the show. <laughs> and realizing that she too can lead this family. And that they should be leading it together. And and there's a beautiful where she kind of finds her ground and and finds what she wants to save her family. And mm. it's really very cool. Again, all things that I overlooked when I was watching the dancing uh, yeah, penguins. I don't think it was oh. it was quite there. And they were doing all that weird animation stuff, <laughs> Chitty Chitty Bang Bang and Mary Poppins back oh, in the yeah, day yeah. with Disney. It was a trend. Yeah. Yeah. They, they were Pete's Dragon. They did all that weird kind of live and animated together. And it was, was, was weird. wasn't great. It was just kind of weird. Uh, it but was it, extremely innovative for the time. Okay, <laughs> you're right. Walt Disney, may yeah. rest in peace. But um, at least they were really honoring to the Cockney dialect, though, they, in that movie. You know that really... Um, 
all English people really ac- actually hate the movie version of Mary Poppins. <laughs> Why? Because they just think it was so poorly done and they just oh. hate it. What's his name? Dick Van Dyke? Yeah. Is it, yeah. Yeah. He like, it was butchered. Oh, butchered. Yeah, okay. Pretty the much. Accent. Yeah. Pretty much. But I didn't realize well, that he played the old guy. He was the old guy in the the banker in the movie because uh, that I found that out. Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's just a little movie trivia. A little, little bit of fun. And he's back in Mary Poppins too. Yeah. He returns. He's in it. So Cool. Yeah. So come see the show and yeah, then go so see the movie in December. Tickets go on sale Thursday. Thursday morning. Is there a, okay, Thursday morning. Yep. Uh, oh, how much are party. they? Don't forget about the tea how much, party. How much are tickets? $12. Can't beat nope. it. And the reason they're so cheap is because why? Because you, you are not, if you go to Grace, if Grace is your church home and you come to the show without bringing someone with you, we're not going to be happy with you. This yep. is, this we're is, just, yeah, we're so super excited for you to enjoy what we do, but we want you to invite people. This yeah. is one of the biggest invitational events we do. And there are people in your life that need a church home and need to see the show and need to be a part of a community. So yeah. you need to invite them. Say, you think you liked Dick Van Dyke's Cogni yeah, accent. You're going to wait love. till you hear Amy Christie's. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Okay. Anyway, it's going to be great. So we at, have, at we the have, end of October. Yeah, beginning um, of November. And we have tea parties both yep, Saturdays. Tea parties. So, we've got a whole, we're doing the whole school performance yep, school again. Performance. Like we did with Beauty and the Beast. Yep. That's cool. That's um, another piece of doing the family show yes. that we can get in there yeah, too is the bring school kid, performance. Kids from around the area. We could bring come them to Les Mis. They'd be like, that's the saddest we show. Have, uh, we should have brought them to the Crucible. Yeah, that would have been awesome. Can we can we do Lion King in two years? If I can figure oh out who will do the costumes, goodness. I would do, do Lion King Hamilton oh. so I can finally see it. We might <laughs> yeah. have to change a few words. Yeah, we'll yeah. have to change a few words and figure a lot of things yeah. out if we, to do. If we do Lion King, I will audition. I want to be a part yes, of Lion King. I know. That'd be amazing. You kind of look like Simba. Thank you, but I don't yeah. want to be a Simba. <laughs> oh, all right. No. Mufasa. You're going to be Rafiki. Rafiki is the best. Me? Yeah. It's so much fun. Anyway. Yeah. So, it's a great show. It, the Figuring that out would be the costumes and, mm-hmm. the, and the makeup. So tickets Thursday, go yep. to gracechurch.us slash theater. You can get your tickets, get some for your neighbors, your friends, whatever. So You will love it. Um, yeah. A lot of, lot of show opportunities in October, November. Yes. So cool. So the next few weeks of, of the pod, we're going to try to bring cast members, yeah. director, um, and people involved with the show and just kind of tell us what's up. Yep. Uh, with that. So, Amy. Yeah. You gave a great sermon last weekend. Let's move on to talk about that. And so, you talked about Moses. We're yeah. In, we're in the second week of our series called Freedom. Uh, and you talked about uh, God basically calling Moses to something greater and Moses kind of trying to ne- negotiate his yeah. way out of it. Can you... Talk about uh, your big idea or what you wanted people to take away from that for anyone who may have missed it or uh, haven't haven't seen the sermon yet. Yeah, I just I wanted people to walk away realizing that um, we we have the opportunity and the gift of being God's promise fillers. And if we're not in tune and, and listening for his call, his our destiny, and and I distinguished between that. I don't know that everyone would agree with me, but I talked about the fact that I believe our destiny is what we were created by God to do, like where our passions and gifts in life collide with the brokenness of the world, which is what we've talked about a ton at Grace. Um, and that that is our overall destiny. And then within that, we have callings that, that help mm-hmm. us achieve that destiny. Sometimes the callings come first and they help you realize what your destiny is. When you step out in faith and say yes to what's right in front of you, it will lead you to what God ultimately created you to do. And that's where I start talked about being an artist and having a passion yeah. for the arts and artists. And, and that's where I felt my destiny lies. Um, so overall, I wanted people to walk away knowing that they, there is nothing that they can be or do that could keep them from fulfilling the destiny that God has for them. Hmm. There's no sin. There's no shame. There's no guilt. There's nothing in their lives that God can't work in and through in order for them to achieve their destiny. And we all have a unique destiny, each and every one of us. And what could be better than figuring that out and getting to be one of the ones that fills the promises that God has promised to us. Like I love and that. And sometimes it's just a matter of saying yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
because the story is you had us read the whole, basically the whole yeah, Old I, Testament. Well, so it was a long time. <laughs> you may have missed it because uh, Amy spent 20 minutes reading. I did cut uh, some too. I'm telling you, it was a lengthy one. Uh, is that Moses was basically trying to negotiate his way yeah. out of what God yeah. was calling him to. And so you were basically saying to people like me, like, Sometimes you just got to say yes because the excuses, the reasons, mm-hmm. whatever, no matter how valid you think that yeah. they are, sometimes you just got to say yes because and the destiny is is better. Right. Yes. I, the people that I know in my life that have the most joy, and I mean that in a way of like, they're not happy all the time. That's not what I'm saying. But they have joy and contentment and real life about them are those that have figured out mm-hmm. what their destiny is and they're living into it. I've never met people that are more alive than people that have figured that that out and i i hate to think of most of the world walking around not aware yeah. of what they could be about and i don't think god will stop pursuing you with your destiny and until you say oh okay mm-hmm. like i think he'll continue to go after you until you listen yeah and choose to figure it out so so you did say um you know god has a destiny for you and he's going to get your attention mm-hmm what do you mean? What do you mean by that? Because I feel like sometimes I'm like, uh, I wonder if that's true for me all the time. Like, I wonder if I've missed destiny opportunities because God didn't get my attention. Possibly. And I yeah. think that there, I, I think eventually he's going to, he's going to try and get your attention one way or the other. I yeah. think the ones that we miss are because we're not looking or yeah. we're not listening or we're not aware or yeah. our heart isn't sensing what what the Holy Spirit is saying to us in that moment. Yeah, I've heard I've heard commentators say or point out the fact that that not only did Moses see the burning bush, but he stuck around and paid attention long right. enough to see that it wasn't being burned up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's that cool. Not, for whatever whatever that means, the idea that not only do we have to like see things or have God like show us things, but we have to actually be actively looking to Yeah. To, right see what he's actually trying to say which by the way you said he was 80 yeah years old when he yeah. saw this if my dad came to me who's <laughs> he's not 80 but if he was 80 and he came to me and he said i saw this bush it was on fire but it wasn't burning up and i think we are going to be whatever like here's a right. big idea i'd just like gently pat him on his head mm-hmm. like there there tell, dad. Him to, tell him to go lay down yeah, yeah tell him to go lay down but the fact that moses was 80 years old and like he is the catalyst for something super foundational mm-hmm. in the Bible, it was great to to hear and be reminded that God can work through us no matter how old, old or, or young. young. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I had a I had in there to say something about that and I just had no more time to say yeah. anything else. But I also think um that was Moses's fear too. I, I think yeah. was that people were gonna pat him on the head and say yeah. um yeah, you tried already and we're not <laughs> yeah. following you. Yeah. So and nobody had seen him for 40 years. He'd been so like, I think that was part of his argument was I, they're going to see right through me and see, they already doubt that I can do this. They've told me that. So mm-hmm. I'm not going. And then, so you're going to have to give me the tools for this, which yeah. God did. Oh. Um, You said by telling God, no, or being unwilling, you're telling God that he was deficient when he created you. If your reasoning is that you don't think you're worthy or you can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. That's a big statement. Uh, and it's convicting. Yeah. And so when I'm sitting there Sunday morning and I'm hearing this, I'm like, well, I don't want to do that. I don't want to, I don't want to tell God that I think he's, he made a mistake or he's deficient or he doesn't know what he's doing. Right. But I still uh, kind of scared to say yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what to say other than I, he created you for something amazing yeah. and special and he wasn't deficient in that. He yeah. knows exactly what he was doing. And so I just feel like by you continuing to say, eh, maybe someday or now I'm really not going to be good at that. Or I think you're kind of saying, yeah, maybe you didn't do your job very well. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. One of the most pivotal and humbling things that ever happened to me in my life was, um, you know, having, having, lived a Christian life and lived a good life and been, I mean, I I guess looking back, I'd say I was proud of myself at the time. I would not have told you that I was Mm -hmm. a prideful person or anything like Mm. that. But looking back in hindsight, I'm like, oh man, I was young and naive and proud. 
And there came a point where I had done something that made me so gravely disappointed in myself. I was talking to a close friend saying, you know, I, I just, I don't think I'm qualified anymore. I don't think I can do, um, ministry of any kind. I mean, just, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to kind of sit, sit out because I think, I think I'm just disqualified. And my friend said, I'm sorry that you ever thought you were good enough. Mm -hmm. And it was, it just spun me right around. Yeah. Yeah. Who was I? I'm sorry that you ever thought you were good enough. I find it very comforting to think that none of us are qualified enough, eloquent enough, smart Mm -mm. enough, good enough. Um, All of those things that Moses thought he wasn't. Right. Of course, of course he wasn't because none of us are because Mm -hmm. it's not about us and it's never been about us. Um, God empowers Moses. God calls Moses. God says, I'll put the words in your mouth so that you'll, you won't even have to make up your own words. Mm -hmm. I will give them to you. (laughs) Yeah. Right. And sorry. No, go ahead. And, and throughout scripture, it's a pattern. Not only does God give people what they need, but he seems to go out of his way to pick exactly the wrong person for the job so Mm -hmm. often Thank you, God. where he, he picks people who are exactly not what is needed Mm -hmm. for that situation. He picks Gideon to go fight against the Midianites, Gideon, this coward, you know, he picks, he picks all sorts of people who he picks David, the shepherd boy to be king, like all of that. And, and yet the whole point is I'm doing it because you have to rely on me Mm -hmm. and I'll be with you. But for some reason, God is choosing human agents to accomplish what he's yeah. He's intending to do in the world. It, right. It's just like what we talked about with Peter a couple of weeks yes. ago. Yeah. Yeah. You know, not feeling worthy yeah. of the calling that came to him. Right. Hmm. Yeah. It's, and, it's always interesting, too. And this weekend, more than most, um, it just was a hard week yeah. at home. I mean, you know, and, and I know that because I'm a mom, a lot of times... Um, distractions will come if someone's trying to distract me it'll be through my kids and so it's every time every time that I speak it's it feels like that week leading up is always a rough rough week and I was like well how appropriate because I don't feel in this moment I don't feel ready totally ready for this I feel I feel depleted Hmm. I feel um, I mean, at, at the 11 o'clock service on Sunday morning, I felt sick to my stomach and it wasn't like I was scared or nervous. I'd already done it three times, but I was literally like physically. And I just, that's awesome. Cause there's nothing I can do then to like, I can't rest on what I think I'm really good at. Hmm. I can just go, okay, this is what we, this is what we came up with together, <laughs> you and me. So now I'm trusting that everything's what it's supposed to be. And I'm yeah. trusting that you're going to work because I don't have I don't have it. I don't have it in me today to like manufacture it. Yeah. Not that I ever am, but, but I, I kind of like when I'm in that moment of just complete dependence, surrendering yeah, yeah. and surrendering control. And yeah, hmm. I, yeah, it's well, a really good place to be. Yeah. Well, I can't relate to this in any way yeah. as a 35 year old who might in a right. few years be the senior pastor of a mega church. I don't even know what this is like No, because uh-uh. I'm so, <laughs> yeah, totally prepared and ready. Absolutely. And like, I know how so to respond to every situation. Yep. No, I, th- this story hits me exactly in that way. Cause I'm like, I am slow of speech. I am mm. unqualified. And I, I've had that conversation with God a lot over the last yeah, few I years. Bet. Like, are you sure? Yeah. Are you sure I'm in the right place? And you didn't, you weren't aiming for someone named Brian or something like that. You just got a little bit off on the spelling and all of a sudden it was me. Like, I don't know, you know? Right. So, and, yeah. and then I, and then of course the response is not, don't worry here. Let me spell out for you what I'm going to do. The response is always, I will be with you. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's don't what he afraid. says to Moses. Don't be afraid. I will be with you. Mm-hmm. Period. And I loved the part of giving him Aaron. I mm-hmm. love that part of he will give you people around you too that are going to help you fulfill that destiny and the callings along the way. And that's, for me, that's been one of the most beautiful pieces of of living into what I believe he called me to is all the amazing people that I've encountered and that have been in the journey with me along yeah. the way. Like, I, I can't think of anything better than being surrounded by these amazing people that... yeah are in it with you. Like I, I can't imagine doing life period without people in it with you. Like it would be yeah. lonely and hard. And every, I, every big thing that I've been a part of 
since working at a church, because I, I, I don't come from the church world right. professionally. Right. Uh, every big thing that I've been a part of, I have felt this way. Like, um, that I, I you got to ask someone else, because I'm not... I, I, I can't host a podcast because I don't know anything about the Bible. We're not talking about, like, <laughs> what do we, and so, or like, I've talked about this before, but for a couple of years, I've been the staff liaison or the person responsible for putting a group together of people that go to Grace Church who care about the broken place of hatred and racism. And so me, Mr. White Guy, who grew up in Carmel, like, what, why are you? No, I am not the person for this. But the best part about being a part of these things is what you just said, Amy, is like, it's called, we call it the listening table now. And the listening table has people who are leading this thing now that are certainly qualified, are certainly passionate, are certainly like fired up that they go to a church that cares about these things. Right. And I don't know what my role is anymore, but I remember... And it still happens every single time we have a meeting, every single time that I have to make a decision about something, I'm like, why am I the person doing this? And, uh, it's also, it also happens to be like one of the most fulfilling things that I get to be a part of. And it's weird how it works that way is the things that I'm often most scared of. Like I have a weird, uh, fear about leading worship, but also when I get to do it on Sunday mornings, like it's one of the most fulfilling things I get to do. And it's, it's weird how it it works that way because when you are depending on God and he's assuring you that he's going to be there throughout the whole thing, you feel, you feel really a weird sense of confidence yeah. that this is the right thing. I think it's because that confidence is in him yeah. because you know how yeah. weird you feel about doing it, yeah. you know, and that that's the ultimate confidence. I, I'm the same way. I have struggled with stage fright. <laughs> Can you believe that? No. Look what happened in my life. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I think for for all of us, God is constantly bringing us. I'm back. scared. That's that's Amy talking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yes, also you can throw me in that group. I am scared. Um, but no, that's I think that's exactly what he means by saying that his strength will be made perfect in our weakness. When I am acutely yeah. aware of my uh, ineptitude or just the ways I don't measure up, um, then all the more does he get the glory for what he has done mm. through whatever it is he's, he's called me, you know, to do and to serve him. And yeah, I, I feel closest to him in those moments. Like I just feel yeah. so like intertwined with him in those moments because I can't, there's nothing I can do without him. So, yeah. and I will be talking to him. It's so I'm glad nobody's around. Cause like we're having a full on, dialogue and when i finish like writing i'll be like thanks okay i think we're i think you're this speaking is good. out loud yeah like i speak out loud. like i i chat someone needs to pat you on the head and tell you to lay down yeah, well, I just, yeah exactly <laughs> yes exactly but i'll be like okay i think we're how do you, i mean i think we got it this is this is you told me this is right yeah. and okay so amen and tell me if there's more that i need mm. to switch and like what yeah i just feel like there's this whole especially when i'm getting up to speak because that is the scariest thing I've ever stepped out in yeah. ever that he, that I feel like he's asked me to do. It's, it's by far the scariest. And I feel, yeah. I feel kind of a weight to it every time I get up there, mm-hmm. partly because of being a woman and, and that being a newer thing for our church and something yeah. that a lot of churches don't do at all. So, um, mm-hmm. but I, I, yeah, we chat, like, I feel like I'm, I'm, having a back and forth dialogue with him the whole time that I'm writing it from the moment I know what I'm going to talk about until I stand up to, and this time even throughout the weekend, like he was like, yeah, that passage is too long. You're going to need yeah. to cut some of that. Cause I read the entire thing at four 30. Oh, oh, we know. No, no, no. You got six fifteen. <laughs> Just kidding. I don't know. I, I, I cut some out at yeah, six fifteen. Yeah. He was like, you're not talking about this specifically. So take yeah. that part out. But I, I love that. And I feel so close yeah. to him when I'm in those moments. So. My favorite part in the story, and you, you made a, I think you made a big deal about this too, is like Moses is, you know, he's hemming and hawing and then God's like, all right, look here, do this with the staff, do this right. with the hand, do this with the water. Okay. Mm-hmm. You see all that? Like, you're going to be fine. Right. He's like, yeah, but I don't speak <sighs> so good. And it's like, dude. Go yeah. back to the staff into the, the snake. Yeah. Was that such a common thing for him that, yeah, that he's like, I know. it's like, yeah, that's neat, but. Right. Yeah. Right. 
Anyway, I, it I, I did some up. world behind the text because some of this, some of these things st- stood out to me. Like, oh, I want to go, I want to go learn more about yeah. that. I've always mm-hmm. been curious about the phrase "I am." Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a, that's a crazy phrase. What does that even mean? So I did a little bit of background on that. But uh, for the, un- he says slow of speech, but he also says unclean lips, which you see oh, does he? in Isaiah. Yeah, also in Isaiah, and there. Wait, who's he? What are we saying? Moses. Moses. Okay. Moses so, is in Isaiah? M- more than once. In- no, no, no. In, in Isaiah 5, or is it 6? Six, 6, when he's receiving his call, uh, okay. he yeah. says, I'm a man of unclean lips and I live okay. him, So Yeah, like more than once he talks about not being able to speak plainly or yeah. saying, you know, that he was of unclean lips, which of course brings us to Isaiah where the angel touches the coal to his lips and says, okay, well now you can speak. Well, in in the world behind the text that I was able to very quickly find because I have this awesome resource. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ivy cultural, cultural backgrounds. So there it is. We were, just just gonna, we we're going to leave friends of the pod to Wondering. guess what the cool resource is. I just showed the but, screen. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> oh yeah. There it is. Um, that there was this notion of uh, deity and the mouth. And that, like, even when they would uh, erect statues to their gods, they would clean the mouths of the statues. Um, mm. That 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 was important for, you know, this to actually be a deity or whatever. And so he's saying, how can a holy God speak through me mm. when, you know, I am just a man of unclean lips? And then you see that again, you know, mm. in Isaiah, yeah. and they 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 actually touch the cold of his lips to purify, so that the words of Almighty God can be free to come, you yeah. know, through unclean vessels like ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was fascinating. And then the I am thing was another um, way that Egyptian gods would often identify themselves. I am uh, blah blah blah, goddess of mm. war, and I will protect your people. Mm-hmm. And so for him to say, you tell them. I am that yep. I am the, I am, I am sent you like mm. the God to end all gods. It's me. It's not them. And then he also says again and again, um, that they will know that I am mm. even the Egyptians. They're going to know that it's, it's not their gods. It's me. Mm. Which is interesting when you look forward then to Jesus birth and how the names that were ascribed to him were the same names that Rome, the Roman rulers like, we're, we're using for Caesar. Yeah, exactly. For Caesar oh. in that time. Cause I actually spoke on that last December and that it's the same concept of mm-hmm. these are words that will, everyone will understand. And this is the true King as opposed to the created worldly King that everybody's worshiping and that I, it's just kind of an interesting yeah. correlation. And it makes sense then because one of the fun facts I had in there was that, <laughs> um, that people believed that maybe Moses did have legitimate speech issues. But in Acts 7.22, it says that Moses was taught all the wisdom of the Egyptians and he was powerful in both speech and action. Mm-hmm. So it makes mm. sense that if his, what he was saying more with the, I don't have the, the, I can't speak would be the unclean lips as mm-hmm. opposed to, I really don't know because he would have been raised in a world that he was taught all of those things. Yeah. So anyway, that's mm. interesting. Yeah, so you talked about weakness, weaknesses. We kind of touched on it, but you kind of said our weaknesses or our brokenness is perfect for God. What do you what do you mean by that? Well, I I just think that when we're when we are it, it, only when we acknowledge our brokenness and our weaknesses okay. and humbly offer that to him, are we strong yeah. and we're not strong in our own might. It's that he is strong in and through us, but mm-hmm. we have to come and say, I, look, I get it. I'm a mess. I'm broken. I need you. And only then can he work through our brokenness to mm-hmm. live into our destiny and, yeah. and what he's called us to do. So, so I was uh leading worship in, North uh, the North Indy campus yes. this past weekend. And um, I had the opportunity, uh, end of the service, I had the opportunity to kind of um, go into a moment where if you want to be prayed over, we're yeah. going to have people around the room or at the cross or whatever. But I took the moment to kind of talk about hmm. my, like one of my major weaknesses, which is like, I talked about, I've talked about this the last few weeks, so I don't want to belabor um, 
some of the experience, but I live in sense of fear. I live in uh, anxiety. Last week we talked about how I'm building bricks and I'm just like complaining about the brick building instead of understanding like God in the mountains and blessings or the mountains that he's moving around me and the blessings that are in my life. And, and so, um, and I talked about the back pain and all the stuff. So, um, I had the opportunity to stand up and, and I said to that community, like, I have been looking forward to this moment all week. I don't know. And all week I was wondering, what am I going to say? Like, if I have an opportunity to say something, I know that like services are like X amount of minutes. I can't take more than a couple minutes. And <laughs> I am worried about my speech. I'm worried about like just bumbling all over myself and like not being clear. And then I just, so I went up to speak and I just started talking and I feel like I was clear um, about what I wanted, which is I am a person that needs prayer. And I'm a person that, uh, lives a certain way that the past few times I've been to grace church, I've felt compelled to go be prayed for. And I have it because I'm war- I'm worried about, you know, what would my wife think? What would you community think of mm-hmm. the guy who leads worship from time to time is over at the cross getting prayed yeah. for. I like, it must Ooh, be serious. It must be going on. <laughs> yeah, right? It must yeah. be serious. And so deal. in that moment, I'm bringing this back to the weakness part in that moment, I felt stronger and more confident about who I was or what God was doing through me than any time in the, in my memory. And it's because I'm standing up there just like talking about how weak I am. (laughs) And then, um, and then I went, you know, I I went to go get prayed for and I just felt like that for me illustrated exactly what you were talking about. Mm -hmm. Like that me being willing to say yes, to go and like just word vomit. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) Sorry for using that word. Uh, But talk about my weaknesses and my, 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 my issues. Like that was perfect for God. And I left yesterday's service feeling like I was living what you were, you were preaching. So yeah, Hmm. that's awesome. So yep. just a quick practical question. If you what? were leading worship, how did you go get prayed for? Weren't you? Yes. Weren't you that's sorry. Great question. I, I did the same thing on Sunday. I was trying you so did? hard yeah, to not I, think about I that, told, but I was. I told my I sister. Just stopped, I just <laughs> said, figure worship out on your own. You dropped a guitar. Yeah. yeah. You did a mic drop and then. Yeah. No, what we do is we, we invite the congregation to come and pray and then we wait for them to leave and then we go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because yeah. that's what it is. Like, you just prayed until the end of the song, Tyler, yeah. and then you went. Yeah. yeah. What I said, for the, I, so you went I said, if you guys the, are like me, I hope you guys go get prayed for. And by the way, as soon as I'm done with this song, I I'm going am. to get prayed for. Okay. That's, that's awesome. That's what I've done. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. And then I, maybe I shouldn't have done this, but I texted my husband. I'm like, you better be at that cross. I better see you there praying at the cross. <laughs> service <laughs> to your husband to my husband You're like i know text. you didn't wash those dishes this little week jed you need across, prayer from across the auditorium there better see you at you that did? cross i did oh my we're goodness. both in a position where we need direction this like okay. the, the you were made for more series really has meant a lot to my husband i told you he wished that we would do that series even longer because yeah i had yeah. several people say I that i feel like they really was, liked it it was just kind of just kind of making an impact and scratching the surface and really kind of piquing Jed's uh, curiosity of what that more might be. And Mm -hmm. so right now he's in a place where Mm -hmm. he is asking those questions. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I was heading down this one path Mm -hmm. and I thought that that was the thing, but maybe God has something else in mind. Maybe it's something else. So there's just so much where I just feel like we both need clarity and um, just the Holy Spirit wisdom. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And so I said, you better get your butt. Yeah, Jed has the opposite problem I have. I'm, I'm worried about what my wife's going to think if I go. Jed's worried about what his wife's going to think if, if he does you, it. If I don't see you on your knees at that cross. <laughs> That's, That's so awesome. Good. That's very funny. Oh, man. Barry, where are we going next? What are we doing uh, with services? Next week is campus weekend. Yes. yes. So That's... every campus will have its own experience. I believe the campus pastors are going to be speaking at each campus. Is that yep. correct? That's true. Yeah, I should know that. I don't. Uh, and then true. we'll go the week after that with uh, the next part of the narrative of yep. Exodus. We're doing it. Yeah. We're really doing it. So I don't know what we're going to do next week about people coming in who have spoken and stuff like that. Well, you can talk about Mary Poppins for Didn't the whole yeah, hour. Do that. I feel like I'm just having crazy flashbacks. Did we not do this last year where we had each pastor rotate in it's, and talk? Well, yeah, about- we definitely did that for sure. That, but that 
It didn't. I don't want to do that again. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't ideal. Yeah, it was kind of jumbled. Uh, yeah, it was. It was. It was fine for the time. It was fine. I know that God is going to give you the exact thing that you're supposed to do next week for the. Oh, Are we each going to be at different campuses? I'm an emotional person. <laughs> You'll be. I will be at the campus uh, called the Fuse Fall Retreat. That's right. So So it's going to be. Well, you can definitely debrief that for some time, I bet. The Fall Retreat. Plenty to talk about. (laughs) Yeah. And and Marion can share with you how you did. I can. I want to hear it. You know, I'm scared of this. I'm going to find it all. I know. I know. No pressure. (laughs) So, yeah, it'll be toss up. Surprise next week, what we do. But, um, Plus, I have a question. What are we going to do for our one year anniversary? I don't know yet. I got to think of something. I had a big idea. But uh, not sure yet. Mm. I got something swirling. <laughs> so a while, that causes okay, me fine. anxiety. I'll just, I'll, just, I'll just say it. I want to have a live event. Yeah. I don't know what that will look like, but I want people, <laughs> friends of the pod, to meet each other. I, love I want that. them to know so who one another are, and I want to have a live podcast. I guess I'm putting it out Could there. Could you just but do I, like a best of reel? You have enough sound clips. <laughs> just yeah, keep we'll just, playing the yeah. sound clips for like an hour and yep, 15 minutes. Yep, yep. Looky there. <laughs> yeah. So I want to have a live event where we do a live pod. We have live guests come on and talk about live things in front of a real audience. And so uh, that's what I want. But I don't know if it's if it's if, if it's, it's possible. It's, it's got to be it's got to be after Mary Poppins. With so God, it, we, all things we're, are possible. We're a little bit away. Hey. So that's what I want. But we'll see what happens. <laughs> I love it. Friends of the pod. If fun. you like that idea, let us yeah, know. Seriously, yeah, seriously. Let us know. Because the last thing I want is to have a one year birthday celebration. And like no one, no the, one shows the up. Three of us are there. Party, and, party um, Friends of the pod. Make sure that you say we really would love it if Amy were at the live event. Don't <laughs> yeah, Amy Christie. Definitely. C-H-R-I-S-D-I-E. Yeah. You have been very important to the pod this I year. I love the pod so much. And I love doing it and just spending, hanging out with you guys for an hour and whatever it ends up being. <laughs> we are pretty cool. You yeah. are cool. <laughs> yeah. You are cool. As we've covered early on, I, I yeah. am absolutely losing any cool factor that I ever had as <laughs> this weekend. Oh man. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well. So don't forget, get your tickets uh, yep. for Mary Poppins this week. Thursday morning, uh, everybody. First come, first serve. Thursday so you don't morning, wanna... Santa's coming to town. That's Can right. Can you name the movie? Elf. Is that Mary Poppins? No, it's oh. Elf. Just every time. I don't know. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's time that to was end, good. That was clearly. Funny. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so actually, I want to end on this. Um, there's talk amongst the, the three of us that we may be moving days. Yes. Uh, so we will keep you friends of the pod posted, but we may be uh, doing a Wednesday publishing of the pod from, from here on out. So... We'll let you know, but just a heads up that yeah. maybe going from Tuesday to Wednesday and it's, we'll all, ba- it's all Barry's it's, fault. It is my fault. It's Here's why. <laughs> I want to move. I want to have a day off on Monday because yeah. I'm trying to have days off on Fridays and they get eaten up yeah. and yep. it's really hard for me to protect my rhythm and my life. And so yep. it. So and, he's, and he's uh, forcing the four of us to sure, rearrange our schedules. Day. Monday and, is uh, a better day. And I also want to set the stage to be able to have Mondays be a more consistent day off for other people who are on on the weekends yep. because it really is necessary Thank you, Barry. You're welcome, yep. Marin. You're <laughs> yeah, yeah. I agree. It it someday we'll get to the point. I would love I would love to have the entire church take mandatory days off on Mondays. Yeah, and you uh, heard it here first. This is it. Well, Friday you're still prepping. Yeah, there's no absolutely. way out, there's no way out of it. If you're speaking that weekend or even yeah. leading worship or whatever, you're still thinking about what's coming. Where yeah. Monday it's over, yeah. and you yeah. don't have to think about it till Tuesday. You right. can start on Tuesday. Speaking yep. of over, Marin, <laughs> will you please send us out? Wow. Wow. <laughs> so abruptly. Tyler was done with that conversation. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Lord, um, <laughs> I guess, um, you know, be it a Monday or a Tuesday or, or whenever, um, regardless of the day, would you help us to do justly, love mercy, and walk humbly with you? And we, Amen. And we will see you on the other side of Sunday. So that was like that was like